Good morning, and thanks for joining me again this morning. Well, it's hard to believe we're uh, in November and we're on our way to Thanksgiving, but we've come to a great psalm for this Thanksgiving season. Uh, we've come to Psalm 105, and Psalm 105 and Psalm 106 are clearly placed together for a reason. They're parasalms, which speaks on one hand of God's faithfulness and on the other of Israel's unfaithfulness. Psalm 105 speaks of God's faithfulness to Israel from the time of his covenant with Abraham all the way to Israel's entering the promised land. Whereas Psalm 106 speaks of Israel's unfaithfulness to God during that same time frame. This morning, I want to read the opening six verses of Psalm 105, and then I want to give you an outline and overview of the psalm. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, call upon his name, make known his deeds among the peoples, sing to him, sing praises to him, tell of all his wondrous works, glory in his holy name. Let the hearts of those who seek the Lord rejoice. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his presence continually. Remember the wondrous works that he has done, his miracles and the judgments he uttered. O offspring of Abraham, his servant, children of Jacob, his chosen ones. Well, Psalm 105 is indeed a psalm of thanksgiving. And parts of it seem to have been used in worship when the Ark of the Covenant was returned from the house of Obed-Edom to Jerusalem. You can read for yourself that, that the first 15 verses of Psalm 105 are recorded in David's song in 1 Chronicles 16. But Israel surely also used this psalm at various other occasions. And this is a psalm of thanksgiving, and we can turn to it at any time. However, it is certainly very appropriate for this time in this season of thanksgiving. So I want to share an outline of Psalm 105 uh, and it comes from a commentary written by Donald Williams. And then I want to give a quick overview of the psalm. And I hope it's a blessing for you uh, during this Thanksgiving season. Here's the outline. Verses 1 to 15 uh, contain the promise of God. And then verses 16 to 25 remind us of God's provision for Israel during the time of famine. And it explains how Israel came to be enslaved by the Egyptians. Verses 26 to 36 tell of God's judgment upon Egypt for enslaving Israel. Namely, this section remembers some of the plagues on the Egyptians. In verses 37 to 41, God redeems Israel out of Egypt. And then finally, in verses 42 to 45, uh, we're reminded that God kept his promises. Well, with that outline in mind, let's look at some of the themes of promise, provision, judgment, and redemption. In the opening verses, we have a string of imperatives or commands. Uh, we read, give thanks to the Lord, call upon his name, make known his deeds, sing to him, sing praises, tell of all his wondrous works, glory in his name, seek the Lord, seek his presence, remember his wondrous works. This is a call, indeed a command to worship the Lord. And the rest of the psalm is going to tell Israel and us why we should worship the Lord and give thanks to him. In this first section, verses 1 to 15, 
We're called to worship God because he's kept his covenant. God has kept his promises. He kept his promise to Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and to all of Israel. And because God kept that covenant, we can be assured that God is keeping his new covenant in Christ. Then in verses 16 to 25, though there was a famine in the land, God provided for Israel by placing Joseph in Egypt, such that verse 24, God's people became very fruitful and were stronger than their foes. But the Egyptians hated and feared the Israelites, and so they enslaved them. Therefore, God sent Moses, verses 26 to 36, to carry out his judgment upon the Egyptians. God sent various plagues of darkness. Uh, the water turned to blood. There were frogs and flies and gnats and hail and locusts and so forth until finally God struck down all the firstborn of Egypt. But verses 37 to 41, God brought out Israel. He redeemed Israel. He even brought them out with silver and with gold. God protected them with a cloud and a, and a covering in the heat of the day. And he gave fire to give light and warmth in the night, verse 39. God provided Israel food and water, verses 40 and 41. And all of this was done because God, verse 42, remembered his holy promise. You see, Psalm 105 is a reminder of God's faithfulness. And as God kept the covenant he made with Abraham, God also keeps the covenant he has made with us in Jesus. You see, our future is sure. God keeps his promises. One of my favorite hymns is Great is Thy Faithfulness. And I love the line, Thou changest not, thy compassions they fail not. As thou hast been, thou forever wilt be. Great is thy faithfulness. God is as faithful today as he was to the Israelites. What God the Father and God the Son promise, they do. For example, Jesus promised, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. You'll find that in John 11, verses 25 to 26. You can count on that. For Jesus is faithful. He will keep his promises. Everyone who lives and believes in him shall never die. So let's give thanks to the Lord and remember his faithfulness as we pray together. God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we praise you. We give thanks to you. We sing your praises. Great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies we see. We praise you for we have the assurance that you are keeping your promises. As you were faithful to the Israelites, you are faithful to us. As you kept the old covenant, you are keeping the new covenant. Oh Lord, we praise you for your promises are sure. What a joy is ours to know, for example, that whoever lives and believes in Jesus shall never die. In a moment, we will pass from death to life eternal. Oh Lord, we praise you. We worship and adore you. We remember all you have done and we give glory to your name. To you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, be all glory and honor and praise today and forevermore. Amen. 
Well, I will be on vacation next week, so I, I won't have a devotion for you. Hopefully I can uh, give you another devotion during Thanksgiving week. Uh, in the meantime, I pray that the Lord will bless you and keep you and watch over you. Uh, have a great week. Again, Lord bless you. Goodbye.